and welcome to the I Am Woman Project, where every week we have deep thought-provoking and interesting conversations with thought leaders, change instigators, rule breakers and creative minds who think differently, sparking creativity and inspiration. Our special guests on our show cover a variety of topics just for you, and they share their personal stories to inspire, motivate and empower you, our listener. The I Am Woman podcast is produced for your enjoyment and show notes are found at www.catherineplano.com. Come back often and feel free to add the podcast to your favorite RSS feed or iTunes. All links are in the show notes. Now let's get into the show. This week, I am super, super excited. We have the most amazing inspirational woman for you, Rika Zimmerman. Rika is a global leader in consciousness, creator of Life Transform Classes and Coaching Certification Program, acclaimed international speaker, successful author, and singer-songwriter. And she's infinitely excited to introduce her new album, The Miracle, which is the top 20 album on iTunes. Propelled by her unbounded love for humanity, Rika travels the world and has worked with over 100,000 people, radiating a vibration of joy, peace, possibility in all that she does. Her light is a beacon of inspiration, inviting each person on the planet to remember, embrace and be the magnificent, unique expression of the divinity they were born to be. And we really get into the whole judgment and why judgment should be off limit. It's absolutely wonderful. In addition to facilitating classes all over the world, she has also collaborated with international recognized spiritual teachers like Dr. Wayne Dyer, Michael Beckwith, Marianne Williamson, and there's a whole lot more. Rika appears on TV and radio shows internationally as well as featured on the covers of Conscious Journal and Living Now magazine. Rika has a fire in her soul and grace in her heart. It's now time to tune into this one very inspirational woman. Enjoy. Well, we have a super exciting guest for you. You can tell I'm pr- pretty excited. We have Rika Zimmerman. Welcome to I Am Woman Project. Thank you so much. I am so excited to be here. And, you know, thank you everyone for taking time out of your day to open up to, you know, a bigger and more expansive life. It's just such a wonderful time to be alive. And there's so much that's possible as the vibration on the planet raises. It's like, we can just step into such beautiful instant manifestation of our dream life. So I'm excited that you guys are here. God, Rika, I'm already on a high just listening to your tone of voice. It's super amazing. So Rika, mm. how we like to start this show, we always love to ask our woman of inspiration her unique story. So what inspired you to do what you do today? Tell us your story. Oh, thank you, Catherine. Well, yes, I have had a very epic story. <laughs> 
<laughs> uh, it's, you know, I grew up in a very kind of normal household in that sense. Like they didn't talk about energy, you know, it's just, everything was just what was just face it, you know, deal with the pain and move on and, you know, all that stuff and all kinds of layers of judgment and not being seen and heard or not being accepted, you know, not being loved for who I was, you know, all the, all the normal stuff that us, um, people that are here to really be different and, you know, we're considered the woo woos or the weirdos. Um, but it's like, we're just here to bring forth uh, a greater level of love and a greater level of understanding of what's possible here. So as you all probably were, um, you know, not quite seen, not quite accepted, didn't really feel like you belonged. Um, and my father passed away actually when I was 11, which really led me on a journey of, man, I feel broken. I think I need to fix myself, right? So in the beginning, transformation was about how do I fix what's broken and how do I love more? How do I stop abusing myself and stop judging myself and stop, you know, not being there for myself and, and all of that. Um, and I mean, I'm sure a lot of you guys can relate. And I was kind of stopping myself in every area of my life. And then began finding personal transformation and began finding, wait a second, I can create my own world and my own reality and I can empower myself and, you know, really started on, on that journey. And, you know, from there, it's like, I went from, I'd gotten myself into like over $80,000 in debt. So I was basically like at the end, kind of like, okay, I'm about to declare bankruptcy. I really screwed myself over here, you know, and what am I going to do? And in that moment, I finally made the commitment to really do what I came here to do, which is show up, facilitate people into, you know, being loved into having their dream life. And so I'd gotten to the point in my journey where I was, there was no more excuses. You know, there was no more, well, there's somebody else that can do this, or I don't really have what it takes, or who am I to say that I could really show up this big and lead the world and all that stuff. Right. I finally was like, well, I don't have anything to lose. And it's kind of like, I have to begin receiving and, and I have to begin doing what's fun for me because all of the painful, arduous, hardworking stuff wasn't working. I couldn't work hard enough to make my life work. You know, it just, so I'm like, okay, I have to show up. I have to show up for my dream life. I have to lead people. It's what I love the most. I love coaching. And, and so I just made the commitment to actually do it and not let anything stop me. And from that moment forward, it's been like trajectory onward and upward. I mean, now I, you know, run a seven figure company and, you know, we transform people's lives all over the world. I've worked with over a hundred thousand people and, you know, truly like just living my dream life. And along the journey of like really saying yes to my dream life and really having it and facilitating, you know, thousands, hundreds of thousands of people, I was diagnosed with stage four melanoma cancer. So here I am in the middle of it all, like having everything. And then all of a sudden, you know, life and the trend, you know, really the journey I'd chosen before I came here just came up to, you know, be like, actually, there's some more stuff that we're, we need to transform in you for you to actually do what you came here to do and really lead the world. And through, um, you know, receiving that diagnosis and literally being given like eight weeks to live, they're like, you have seven brain tumors that you can't see, but they're about to, you know, basically end your life in your brain, one the size of two golf balls. So like stuff was happening. Like I was literally riddled with cancer and, and, uh, didn't actually know it until, uh, I, I got an MRI cause I thought I had like a, um, 
you know, where your chiropractic adjustment, like I was out of alignment and I thought I had a pinched nerve, but really it was a tumor growing between C3 and C4 that you couldn't see. So the cancer actually started internally and melanoma grows really, really, really fast and just takes over everything. Um, but through the process um, of actually, you know, facing something as challenging as, you know, death and, you know, the betrayal of your body betraying you and getting cancer. And then, well, God, I've been working for you. How could you, how could you give me cancer? What do you not love me? You know, I went through so much deep and profound transformation um, in facing all of that, that now like my ability to hold love for any person on this planet is infinite. It's amazing. So, you know, uh, fast forward a few months later, um, I received this immune therapy treatment and I was doing all the nutrition and through all the spiritual work I was doing and the accepting and the releasing and, you know, all of the life transform, using all the life transform tools and processes I've created, you know, I'm completely free of cancer, um, and feel better than ever actually health wise. And, uh, yeah, now I get to hold all this love for everyone, including people that have been through something as traumatic as, you know, as cancer. So it's been an epic. <laughs> that epic is an epic journey. story. Wow. It's, it's yeah. epic. I'm trying to pick my jaw up from the ground here. Um, look, I love, first of all, I love the whole woo-woo stuff. Woo-woo is very magical. And yes. there's a couple of things that really stood out for me. It's how do you stop judging yourself? Because I know we're naturally, I mean, you know, most of us in a kind of a default position, we tend to judge ourselves, judge our environment, judge the things around us. Like how do you actually stop to judge <laughs> oh, that's a great question. And literally, we have a, a tool and process that can absolutely transform that for you. So one of the things um, that I realized was that judgment wasn't actually mandatory. You know, the first step is like, wait a second, everybody else is doing this, but I don't have to do this. You know, like my, my, my parents taught me that judgment was reality. Well, of course, you just judge everything. That's just the way it is. Of course, you know, we judge you so that you can be a better person because you're really bad. So I like was completely riddled with judgment. I mean, it was something that was a habit that I thought was making my life better and making me a better person. So the first step is realizing one, it's not mandatory. And two, it doesn't serve anyone. It doesn't serve you. It doesn't make your life better. It doesn't actually make anything better. And you kind of notice when you do it, you know, when you go from, from being in a loving place to beginning to judge you, your whole system contracts, your whole system begins to diminish, right? So it's like, wait, wait a second. Okay, one, this isn't mandatory. Two, it's not creating anything good or anything expansive. And so how do I stop doing this? Like, how do I actually learn a new habit? And I started a process, um, which actually I ran for an, the entirety of a year because I had judgment about me. I had judgment about my body. I had a judgment about how I wasn't good enough, how I never said or did the right thing. Like it was everywhere in my life. I was like, Oh my gosh. Um, so what I did to stop doing this was whenever judgment came up, I literally just pictured a stop sign and I made judgment off limits for me. Right. And so I pictured a stop sign. And then what I would do was I would choose something that was expansive or choose something that was loving, like instantaneously just go, okay, what's something I could love right now? 
I'm like, well, it's sunny today. What a beautiful day. So instead of going, oh my God, look at these fat thighs or wow, I just really did or said the wrong thing or these people don't accept me and I, I shouldn't accept me either or whatever. I would literally just picture a stop sign and go, okay, look at, I painted my toes. They're so beautiful. Look at how cute that little flower is. And I would just distract myself because I knew that judgment in our system was was really programmed in our in our brains like whatever it is that we do all the time the synapses in our brain then connect with that emotion and they just feed it to us instantaneously so all of the habits of judgment are literally like unconscious habits in order to break those habits you've got to like literally just make a choice and change your energy and that literally began a, a journey where I began detaching from judgment in a really powerful way. And I stopped the, the mechanism even in my brain um, from being able to create the endorphins that contract and do all that stuff. Because I'm like, wait, I'm just going to stop, choose something beautiful. Stop, choose something beautiful. Now, the other tools that I put on top of that was that if it felt like judgment was like, like it was just coming in. Like, you know, I had just, no, I'd really done the wrong thing here. I really just screwed everything up again or whatever. When judgment really came, like it really wanted to take a hold of me, I, I would say this to myself and out loud, you know what? I'm not going to judge myself here because you know what? I don't have to be perfect. I don't have to be perfect and I don't have to judge myself here. So you know what? I'm just not going to judge myself here. And when I talked myself through that conversation, it was like, oh, okay, I don't have to be perfect, thank God. I don't have to judge myself here. Oh, yes. And it allowed me to literally unravel that unconscious habit of judging yourself, which none of us have to do. So true. I love the off limits piece. But as you were speaking, I was just thinking, you know, naturally, I think about when I meet people, I go, Oh, I really like her or Oh, I don't know about this person or, you know, naturally, it's just that default position that you naturally fall into that judgment automatically, yeah. you know, about mm. how you're connecting or not connecting with individuals. And I love the yeah. fact of um, having judgment as an off limit and catching yourself out because it's, 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 I think it's just, it's your condition to do that. You know, Oh, I like this. I don't like that. Or I, do you know, I feel right in this area. I don't feel right in that area. So it's, it's hard. Well, I think it's, it takes, it would take practice. Yes. Mm. And, you know, during a, my life transform four day course, we actually go through, um, the 10, unconscious elements of judgment that you think are working for you that aren't. So, you know, we're trained to actually, that judgment actually has benefit. Like when we judge something as good, then that's a way to keep it the same, except energy never stays the same. So it diminishes the energy. So it's like we begin clearing up these, these 10 different aspects of how we think judgment is actually serving us. And it's actually not. And once you kind of know these 10 aspects, you go, Oh my God, never mind. I get it. I'm completely conscious of what this does. You know, one of the things you brought up was just like instantly kind of having judgments of others. And one of the 10 elements is that the judgments that we have of ourselves, we actually broadcast into the world. Like, and that, that happens because this is our belief. And so we look at the world through that lens and we broadcast that into the world. Now that's the same thing that's happening with other people. So their judgments of themselves are also being broadcasted, mm, right? Yep, so absolutely. It's, impo 
it's important to realize that. And so the question that we ask under that, you know, conscious realization is, wait a second, is this actually my judgment? Do I have the same judgment of myself? Because mm-hmm. if you have the same judgment of yourself, you're adding to their judgment. But if you ask, wait a second, do I have this judgment of myself? And it's like, you know what? Actually, I don't. Oh, am I aware of their judgment of themselves? Oh, so I'm not actually in judgment. I'm actually aware of their judgment. Now, from that conscious place, you can begin going, okay, well, what would I like to choose here to help them get out of this judgment? So, you know, in our first scenario, it was like, oh, you just thought you were judging someone and then your tool maybe might be, well, let me judge myself for judging them. I should really be a better spiritual person. But all of that's unconscious. All of that's not empowering and all that doesn't allow you choice. So when you begin asking these questions and begin stepping into this awareness, then you begin going, oh, they actually think that they're unworthy of of love and joy. Okay. You know, and then you... Then you can begin working with them with, hey, sweetheart, do you realize how amazing you are? Do you realize that you're actually really the love of source? Like, that you're love itself? Like, what if you deserve to be love? Like, I love you, and I just met you, because I think you're fabulous. And then all of a sudden, you're actually becoming the solution instead of the, you know, aligning with what, it, the, you know, the separation or the judgment. It's beautiful. Oh, absolutely. It can be for everyone, yeah. So what, are, what I'm... Um uh, getting from this conversation is basically we project our judgment into our environment and that's why we're connecting yeah. with it because we're thinking of that ourselves. But then yeah. if we're not connecting with this particular judgment that we're picking up on, we're actually mm-hmm. picking up on somebody else's judgment as uh, from an mm-hmm. energy point of view. And yeah. therefore, once we can connect that this is not mine, this is actually theirs, we can then be the solution to healing what they are thinking or feeling about themselves. Exactly. Exactly. Mm. And this is a, this has actually been scientifically proven. So there's a there's a machine called a neurophone that Patrick Flanagan invented, and it it has two pads, and it has it's like a CD player, but it emits vibration instead of sound. So imagine there's a CD player with you know cords cu- attached to it, and then there's pads attached to it, and it's not emitting sound; it's actually emitting vibration. What happens is when you put the the pads on your skin you hear the CD being played in your head without it making any sound. So what that's teaching us is that we're actually um, vibrational receptors and receivers through our skin. Yep. Like we are 100% completely psychic and aware. Absolutely. I agree right? with that. So that's, that's another layer and level of the Life Transform teaching is really looking at, oh my gosh, like I'm – I'm picking up on all the thoughts and all of these feelings from the world around me all the time and using the tool of, hey, you know, did I choose to actually think this or did I choose to feel this way? Because if I didn't choose, I'm just aware of it. Mm. And that massive tool can literally change the way that you interact with everything because you're no longer automatically thinking it's yours. When you own every thought and every feeling, you're literally controlled by the world around you unconsciously you just think it's yours and then now you've got to work on it or now you feel this way and your day is ruined or whatever when you begin going wait did I choose to think this oh I didn't actually choose to think this the thought just came up any thought that comes up is just your awareness of thought any Mm -hmm. feeling that just comes up is your awareness of feeling 
you are the one that goes, oh, well, if I could choose to think anything, what would I like to choose to think here? And it's like, let me think about how magical and beautiful life is. Let me think about how much I love my partner. Mm -hmm. Those are your thoughts. Those are thoughts you've actually chosen. All the automatic ones are ones that you're just aware of. Mm. So do you ever walk away when you have a feeling, because it sounds like you're, um, you know, I don't think that we're always in that position where you can actually pick up on others, uh, other people's energies, which is, I guess, yeah. their judgment, uh, and yeah. not always be able to sort of confront them as a, the solution. But could you just mm. walk away and say, I, I understand that this is not mine? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. And just walk away with and, love. And just that unravels it. Mm. Because what happens is like judgment is an illusion, right? And it's a reality that's agreed upon. So in order to create a reality, two or more people have to agree that this is so. Mm -hmm. So what happens is when they project their reality and their judgment and you go, actually, I'm just going to stand in love and be love. They can't actually hold on to their illusion because love is the, is the more powerful, more dominant energy. It's actually what actually is. And so you are introducing to their illusion the unravel of what they had previously believed. So just by standing in love, you're actually doing that. Mm. And it's amazing. It's so powerful. I mean, you watch the world around you transform just by you being willing to breathe and be and be open and just stand in love. Mm, no, I I, uh, I get that from you um, loud and clear from the other side of the planet, let me tell you. <laughs> so, Rika, I do have, just for our listeners, and I know because you've got a four-day intense um, uh, program in uh, Queensland from the 19th to the 22nd, just to give a, a little bit of an appetizer for our listeners, you were talking about the 10 unconscious elements or aspects. Would you like yes. to give us a little bit of insight just so that our listeners can get a bit of an understanding what that may be? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Now it is probably a two to four hour lesson to like go, oh, I get it. Right? right. But let me just begin to kind of outline it so that your system can go, oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh my God. Oh yeah. Um, <laughs> so that you no longer have to be unconscious around judgment. You can actually be in choice around how it is that you're choosing to interact and nothing, no judgment will ever sneak up on you or control you or, or take possibilities away from you. Right? So, so one of the first aspects to understand is that to look at why we're actually choosing to judge, right? Because we think it's actually going to benefit us. We think it's going to create something good. So why would we create um, negative beliefs? Why would that be a good thing? Well, we think the negative beliefs are going to stop us cr from creating those negative beliefs or judgments in the future. So the idea being like, if you judge yourself as wrong or bad, then you can, you can fix what's wrong or bad. Except when you judge yourself as wrong or bad, you're actually giving more energy to you being wrong or bad or to things being wrong or bad. So it actually doesn't fix anything. Does that make sense? Absolutely. Yep. Yeah, cool. No, because I always look at that, like from an energy point of view, when you say that, it's like a bucket. I had a visual of a bucket. So the more energy mm -hmm. you give it, you're filling out, you're filling up that bucket. So you're actually, it's, it's, it's looking at what you want rather than the things that you don't want. Yes, exactly. And you're, you're giving energy to it existing, mm. right? It's yeah. like, well, you're the creator, so if you believe this negative thing exists, well, then this negative thing exists. That's right. Right? 
So the next aspect of it is that these beliefs or judgments, they actually color your experience. So meaning that when you say this is going to be negative or this is negative, then you're actually going to create a false feeling of a negative experience inside of you. Yep. Now, if you release that negative belief, you would find that it actually isn't negative or positive. It's just neutral. It doesn't have any polarity to it. So that's the tricky thing about these judgments is that you go, no, it really is negative because I feel negative about this, right? My body really is fat. Look at my thighs. And this is a negative thing. And this is real. And this is true. And it's like, well, actually, and, and, and you're going to feel negative every time you look at your thighs based on that negative judgment, right? But it's actually the judgment that's creating the feeling of negativity. Yep. Right. So they color your experience and they they're like a self-fulfilling prophecy. You go, oh, OK, well, this judgment is, you know, I, this is negative. So there I'm having a negative experience. Now I'm validated for that negative experience. And this is the way life is. So they color or create your experience, whether you're judging something as negative. Now, then the idea comes, well, it would be smart then to judge everything as positive because then you'd just be creating positive experiences. Right. So that being the next aspect of it, except what you may not realize is that by you trying to create things as positive and judge things as positive, you're actually just regurgitating the belief that things are negative and you need to judge things as positive in order to have them be positive. Right. Uh, yeah. So this this is where, you know, life itself is intrinsically hardwired to be loving and good and beautiful. Right. So you don't actually have to believe in life being loving for it to be loving. It already is loving. Right. But if, if you try to create the belief, oh, my God, like I, I'm loved, I'm loved, I'm, I'm trying to believe that I'm loved. You actually are just regurgitating the belief that you're not loved. Because if you look at the energy you're coming from, you're trying to put the belief in as if it isn't already what is. So that maintains the same cycle of negativity. Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. It's it, it's isn't that amazing? Yeah, no, it is amazing. I'm just I'm I'm getting lots of pictures as you're talking through it as from an energy field point of view. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, you know, negative judgments, you know, you they color your experience. You judge negatively in order to fix things which doesn't actually fix things, right? So that's two aspects of it positive judgments, you think, well, let me just judge everything as positive so I can create a positive experience. It's like, no, that just regurgitates the negative experience. Instead, you can move into accepting that, that the goodness and the love is what actually is. And you don't have to believe anything in order to enter that field. You just accept that that's what is, which is a different field of energy, right? So judgments also, um, they limit your possibilities, no matter what. So when you judge something as, you know, for a long time, I had this judgment that nobody would pay me $250 an hour for a private session. So nobody did, yeah. <laughs> you know, right. So they are things that you believe is real because, you know, they color your experience. And so they get validated like, see, see, I was right. Nobody will pay me $250 an hour. But when you actually let go of the judgment, it opens the door to the something greater actually showing up. Does that make sense? Yeah. So 
judgments will always limit your possibility. All conclusions, which are another aspect of judgment, will always limit your possibilities. So they also cut off your awareness right, from anything that doesn't match that judgment. Like, have you ever judged that somebody was, gosh, this is a really good person and they're so good and they're really perfect and this boyfriend would never hurt me and they would never do anything that would ever hurt me. And that's where you're trying to create positive judgments to create something that's real, which doesn't actually work. Right. So true. And it cuts and it cuts off your awareness. Mm -hmm. So you're trying to see through the lens that this guy is perfect. And then what happens? Well, you definitely find out that he's not perfect when he cheats on you or whatever. Mm. You're like, oh, my God. You're right. So judgments cut off your awareness from how something is naturally functioning and what they are actually capable of, of doing or being. So it's best to not judge anybody or anything so that you can actually be aware and not date the guy who's going to just treat you terribly. Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. So is this like almost by being the observer of what's going on without saying it's good or bad and allowing yeah. it to take place or not take place, just accept for what it is? Yeah. 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 And that you are open so instead of going, oh, well, I've decided that this person is the perfect person, you're like, oh, I'm open to be aware of every moment. And then in, that, in some moment, you're going to go, oh, I'm noticing that they have this tendency to betray themselves. Ah, oh, that probably means they're going to do the same thing to me. Okay, now I can choose how I want to proceed. You know, do I want to continue dating this person knowing they have this tendency and just kind of watch it and go, yeah all right, they still have it or woo, they just actually return that to love. So now they don't have to do that to me. Well, maybe I'll continue with this relationship. Mm -hmm. So it brings you into a level of awareness, conscious awareness, where you're actually in choice. You actually get to go, ah, oh, I'm aware and I get to choose, right? Absolutely. So another aspect of these judgments is they create separation, right? So they separate us from anything, people around us. Like, have you ever been at dinner um, with a friend that you, you know, or say, let's do this, a boyfriend that you had just met, like, you're like, Oh, it's a new guy. This is really great. And say you want to like travel the world, you're so excited to like go traveling and just spend this next part of your life enjoying life. And this is so awesome. So you're out to dinner with this guy. And you're talking about how much you love traveling and how excited you are to experience new cultures. And you're feeling this beautiful connection. And you're really feeling like, wow, this really could be the one and this could be somebody I could travel the world with. And then they begin talking about how much they love home and how they're a homebody, right? And all of a sudden you were experiencing this beautiful divine connection and then they talk about how they're a homebody and now you're like, oh, they just want to stay at home mm -hmm. and the connection completely stops. All That's of a sudden you're not connected anymore. <laughs> so true, so true. Right, so yep. it creates the illusion of separation. Now, if you let go of the judgment about them just wanting to be a homebody, then you would experience the connection again. The connection never went away. You judged yourself out of the connection, mm. right? Yeah. So judgment will always create separation no matter what. It just, that's the nature of judgment itself is it creates separation. And it eliminates receiving, eliminates connection, mm. which is amazing. It's like a block, isn't it? It's just a, like a big, massive wall. Yes, yes, exactly, exactly. So, you know, there are, are, you know, just some of the kind of elements, and you can kind of see how 
if you were, well, another one that we kind of spoke of that's actually quite important is that judgment and by participating in judgment or self-judgment, it connects you to the collective judgment from the world around you. Yeah. So here's what that looks like. If you have any judgment, you are connecting yourself to contraction, which guess what energy energy you connect with and automatically think is yours. Mm. Any kind of contraction, any kind of contractions happening around you. And you're like, Oh yeah, I feel this way. Right. And so here's what that looks like. Even to the point of, if you look in the mirror and go, Oh my God, look at these fat thighs. My thighs are so fat. Oh God, I hate my fat thighs. Anytime anybody thinks around you a judgment about their fat thighs or their fat body, it matches with the energy that you've decided you are. So it matches the vibration. Exactly. And then automatically somebody thinks it around you and you go, oh, yeah. And you start feeling like, oh, everybody's looking at my fat thighs and I, my body is not perfect. And you literally immediately think it's yours when it could be somebody else's broadcast because you've decided, Hey, I'm the creator and this is what is I am wrong or bad in some way. Anytime anybody feels wrong or bad, guess what you feel? It triggers that wrong or bad inside of you. And it would intensify the energy that you're actually experiencing. Yeah, it would bring it up and you'd just begin experiencing that same vibration and you would automatically think it's yours. Because you've connected yourself to some form of judgment. It's literally invasive. You know, well, you're the creator. So when you say, I am fat, anytime anybody aligns with something that feels like that, you automatically think, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm feeling I'm fat again. Have you seen my thighs? Right? And it's real to you. Because yeah. then the judgment colors your experience and you begin feeling negative about your thighs. And then somebody comes up to you and they say, Um, you know, have you, have you thought about working out? And all they're doing is inviting you to an aerobics class that they love, except it goes straight into the filter of the judgment of how fat you are. And now they know it. Now they're judging you too. And they're not talking about enjoying an aerobics class with you. They're talking about how your thighs are fat and how you need to get in shape. So it begins to be a filter that we experience life through. We don't experience that our friend is just loving us and wanting to invite us to a class. We're like, oh, no, she, she sees it, too. We're like, <laughs> I mean, it's insane. It just becomes instead of experiencing the goodness of life, you experience the judgment instead. So, Rika, is there some way that you can protect yourself so you don't pick up on other people's energies? Yes. Now, the absolute key to that would be, one, using the tool and not choosing judgments, you can unwire it out of your system. And then the second part is actually choosing to align yourself with the realization that you are not judgment and have nothing to do with judgment. Okay. Like, If you can actually accept that and align with that, then judgment will feel like a foreign object. So that means you don't judge you. You don't judge the people around you. Every time you go, you know what? I have nothing to do with this. This is not me, has never been me. Now, when you really master that, you're actually completely free from all judgment because judgment is what makes the energy negative or makes the energy seemingly positive, but you know, then there's that negativity in there and you know it's coming, right? So 
So if you actually eliminate all of the layers and elements and ways in which you're in judgment and choose to align you with not judging, no matter what, because even if, like, let me ask you this question. Before you came onto this planet, did you actually have judgment? No, no. No. So you, in your purest, truest sense, one, don't have any judgment. Two, right. don't care about right. judgment. So it's aligning you with that frequency that you were before separation so that you can stand in no, no judgment and no separation and not be affected by anything or anyone ever again. So <clears throat> it's interesting, but the barriers and the protective mechanisms actually become a place where you are trying to protect yourself from the negativity. So again, you're in that negative judgment disguised as a positive thing and then you create yourself as being affected. Mm -hmm. So the best way out is to just accept that you have no judgment and, and don't have anything to do with judgment. So then when judgment comes through, you go, oh, well, that's a foreign element and it goes through your system. Right. So because actually if you call on protection, then it's actually you're creating something that you need protection. Exactly. Oh, when you don't. Don't yep, need protection exactly. at all. It's just a matter of just I choose not to judge anymore. And the the more that we practice it, the more foreign it will be to us once we actually yeah. experience it. Yes, exactly. Like after practicing this, I was on stage um, singing for a group, and I could feel that there was one person in the in the judgment that was in the audience that was actually judging me. What it felt like to me since I'd used this tool and aligned myself with no judgment for so long was I was like smells like somebody farted. Like it literally comes from outside of you. You're like, it's stinky, right? So I began looking at my band like, hey, what are you guys doing up here? Are you guys in judgment? Because stop doing that. It's like, it's annoying to the field. Like, let it be love, right? So I looked around at them and I was like, no, it's not them. I can feel it's not coming from them. And I actually located the person in the audience that was in judgment of me. It was amazing, right? Right. And I, and so instead of in the old version, I would have gone into judgment. I was playing for a record label. This was a big deal, right? So in my old version of believing judgment was mine, I would have gone down, down, down. I would have like stopped being able to sing. I would have thought, oh my God, look at how bad and awful. Well, who do I think I am playing for a record label? I don't deserve this. I would have literally thought it was mine, functioned from it and stopped myself from getting a deal. Like that's what would have happened without these tools. Now with these tools, I located who was actually in judgment of me and I just embraced, embraced, embraced and sent love and sent love and embraced. And all of a sudden they, they just let go of their judgment because I wasn't holding on to that other side of the string. And, um, you know, weeks later I signed a deal with that label. So you can see how your life is different depending on who you are and what you know and how you function. And if you've had the exposure to these tools and processes that really allow you to create any life of your dreams. Does mm. that make sense? Oh, absolutely. You have to just be aware of your environment and everything in it. Yeah. And be able to work with it in a way that's empowering, you yeah. know, so the two versions of the story is like, wow, I just went downhill, didn't sign a deal because I choked. You know, <laughs> because I thought the judgment was mine. I thought I was judging myself. Oh my God, that was really bad. Wow, I shouldn't have sang that way. That's what would have happened if I didn't actually have these tools. And come to find out, I, I spoke to somebody who was sitting next to that person who was judging me. I said, was that that guy in judgment of me? And they were like, oh my God, they were saying things under their breath like, wow, she really thinks she's so full of it. 
wow, look at her. She thinks she's all that and a bag of chips. Like they were in complete judgment of me. And then I'm like, did it actually stop by the end of the show? And they're like, yeah, it was kind of weird. He just changed his mind. That's was like, awesome. Exact manifestation. So each of you have the power to create this dynamic of a transformation in your life where you're signing record deals instead of going down the, the crapshoot of judgment that keeps anything good from showing up in your life. And it's all yours and it's all possible, but you do need to have the tools and the awareness to do it or else, you know, how are you going to do it? <laughs> if you weren't on this call, you wouldn't have heard this and gained this information. No, so, absolutely. Yeah. It sounds so simple. I'm just, I just can't wait to get started on my journey. Just the thought of not, no judgment. It's, it's so simple. And I guess too, when you're talking about energy it's infinite so they don't have to physically be in the same room or environment it could be no. even in another state or another country absolutely absolutely mm. or from mm. your childhood from your past yeah if you haven't stood up to that and actually stood for love for yourself you still believe that you're that same judgeable child absolutely and you still feel the judgment of your mom you, you go to step on stage or do something amazing and you go oh I really shouldn't do this. Why? I'm not that special. Who is that voice? Hold on. Yeah. <laughs> Where did that come from? Right. Yeah. So, you know, this is a really powerful place that you can step into where that really, really, truly changes everything. And this is, this is just one aspect of, you know, how to absolutely transform your life. So I get to come to Australia. Oh my gosh, coming up. Um, you know, we've got Melbourne on the 12th, we've got Sydney, we've got, um, you know, Sunshine Coast, we've got Gold Coast. Um, and it's all happening at RikaLive.com. So at RikaLive, you can see where I'm going to be coming all over Australia, giving you these tools and processes that empower you to literally have the life, any life of your choice, any life of your dreams. Oh, and then it. moving into a four day intensive, um, my life transformed four day intensive that I actually created, as I went through cancer, I was like, oh my gosh, I haven't left everything I know for people to completely have any life of their choice. And I was in that place being able to use those tools, but I hadn't created the manual that would change everything for everyone. Like, here's everything I know. And that's what this class is. It's, you know, includes a 180 page manual and you literally have all the tools and processes that I've used to be able to just stand in love. And stand in the miracle of life and the goodness of life and literally stand with source, having everything be easy and effortless and joyful. And so we get to spend four days together. Oh, my goodness. I An know. absolute epic transformation. Absolutely. So on that, if somebody wanted to embark on a new life and transform their, their life fully, what would be a piece of advice you'd give them? One piece. Yeah. One piece would be really start using these judgment tools. Okay. Yep. Like just commit to stop judging you mm. like, okay, it's done today. I don't know what that looks like, but I know it's done today because I'm choosing it and I'm fully committed. Mm. I'm so committed that even if I judge myself or somebody else, I'm not going to judge myself for any judgment. Mm. It's just over. It's like quitting smoking. It's like you're literally committing to it and you don't know what that's going to look like. You're just going to continuously choose it. And every day you will get more free. Mm. Every day, as you picture that stop sign and choose something beautiful, you will get more and more free and use the tool. Hey, you know, when judgment really is seeping in and you really feel like it's a good idea and that this is just, it's so like, oh, I should really judge myself here. You know what? I'm not even going to judge myself about this because I don't have to be perfect. 
Yeah, I'd rather be myself than be perfect. Absolutely. As you're speaking, I'm just thinking like when you're talking about loving myself, we talk about loving thyself quite often and it's not one of yeah. those things that's kind of really easy to, to do because fear gets in the way. Fear gets in the way of love. How do you deal with fear? Mm. Well, you know, first you're judging an energy. Mm. You know, you're judging fear as being a bad thing. Now having um, basically come from somebody who was weak, unconscious, um, judgmental of themselves, you know, putting themselves down and in a very, very small box to actually now leading hundreds of thousands of people. I know a lot about fear, mm. right? Yep. Because every time I went to go step up on, you know, a platform and speak to 10 or hundred or a thousand or, you know, hundred, like tens of thousands of people, every time I went to go step up into a bigger platform, I was, you know, scared to death. Like, Oh my God, what am I doing? I can't even speak. I'm going to fall flat on my face, right? So here's what I used as the tool to like end all fear, right? The first is don't judge it as being a bad thing. Unjudge it and begin embracing it instead because all judgment is about resisting something, right? So if you turn the tables and go, actually, I'm going to embrace it instead, then it ends that negative feeling with a fear. And here's what that looks like. I would go, oh, fear, you really think you're going to stop me from getting on the stage? You know what? Have your way with me. And I go, hey, increase your intensity by a thousand, by a hundred, by a million. Go for it. Because you know what? I love this. I love feeling this way. I'm embracing you. Fear, have your way with me. And no longer do that piece of control, but instead surrender and embrace it and intensify it. And what's crazy is fear or anxiety literally moves to bliss and orgasm when you do that. Wow. (laughs) It's crazy. It is amazing because what's happening is When you look at something more expansive, you know, letting yourself really fall in love, letting yourself really have abundance, letting yourself be on TV, letting yourself show up in a big way, you're going to receive more energy. You're going to, you're going to, you know, right? So all that's happening is more energy is trying to come into your field. You're interpreting it as fear and judging it as fear. And then that fear is controlling you. When you embrace it, you know, it's no longer greater than you. You're like, oh, bring it on. Oh, how about even more? Oh, have your way with me, fear. Just like, do me, do me, do me. Yes. When you do that, you're actually taking all the power away and you're reclaiming your own energy field and that greater level of receiving. And then it's just blissful, joyful, and orgasmic. Like if you guys come to one of the intros in Melbourne, you're going to see when I come out to begin presenting, there's a lot of energy. And so most of the time, for the first few minutes, I don't do too much speaking because I'm in a state of like bliss and orgasm that's so great that mm-hmm. I can't really get very many words out. Because it's like, oh my gosh, oh God, thank you for coming. Oh, this is so beautiful to be here. And like, I can barely get anything out that makes any sense because my field is moving up in its vibration and connecting to that bliss and orgasm we're receiving more. And there's just not very much that I can say in the beginning. And then as I'm expanding into that field, it's like I can then, you know, my brain comes online and I can begin 
presenting stuff that you get you news and is understandable and all of that stuff. But as you're expanding into a greater level of field, you know, it just is orgasmic and blissful. So you can use that tool too to turn fear into orgasm and bliss instantaneously. I'm just sitting here with a massive smile on my face thinking when Harry met Sally. Oh, was it when Harry met Sally? Yes, 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 oh, yes, yes. yes. And she was doing that and banging on the – I was just – I just got that whole scene coming back to me as you were doing it. Yes, take me. Oh, it was hilarious. I love it. Exactly. I love your energy. So, Rika, what do we do, what we do when we uh, wrap up the show? We always love to ask our woman of inspiration, pick one word that best describes her personal brand. What would be that one word for you? Oh, love. Of course, love. Unwavering love, just standing in love, just <gasps> letting that love love you, letting um, all of the love of the universe through to love every part of your life and letting all of the universe love you. It's all about love Oh my God. and letting yourself have that. I'm floating on a cloud right now, just so you know. It's just uh, your energy is <laughs> just oozing, oozing. <laughs> And the other thing that we love to do as we wrap up the show is to ask our woman of inspiration to leave three shiny golden nuggets for our listeners. So what would be those three shiny golden nuggets that you would like to leave, leave, I should say, for our listeners today? Mm, beautiful, beautiful. Well, woo, there's so much. I am like a, an entire universe of alignment. <laughs> <laughs> so. You know, it is of utmost importance that you choose to love you. Because if you do not choose to love you, then the entire universe of God, you know, of love, of source, of the universe, of energy cannot love you. And it takes a tremendous amount of energy to stop a universe of love from loving you because the universe is made of love. So if you could and would be willing to for you, for your life, to go, you know what? I choose to love me. I choose to love me no matter what. You know, we went over that tool of choosing to stop judging you, right? Mm -hmm. Picturing a stop sign and choosing something loving, something beautiful. So it's an incredible tool to begin your journey on in truly loving yourself and truly letting yourself be loved and be loved. Mm. So ooh, the other thing is that everything that's expansive we talked about will feel like it scares you. And your system is the, the ego, the human's ego system is literally set to like not change anything. So in knowing that, like, oh, my system is set to not change anything except I'd like to expand my life. You're going to avoid change. You're going to avoid something greater. Your mind is going to come up with reasons why you cannot. Right? So here's like, you know, something that I went through that was so powerful for me. Was I was like, you know what? I'm not going to let anything stop me ever. And I'm going to choose anyway. So when I felt so scared to step on that stage and speak to 100 people, I chose anyway. I was like, you know what? Nothing gets to stop me. I choose, right? And then when I looked at going to a class that I felt in my heart and knew in my heart was what 
I, I needed, like what I knew, like, oh my gosh, this feels resonant with me. I know that I'm going to receive because I've already received so much from this work. I want to go, I want to go, but I don't have the money. You know what money? You don't get to stop me, right? I'm choosing anyway. And I went from $80,000 in debt to facilitating, you know, this work and downloading this work and getting to present this work and now running a seven figure company. I could have never done that if I let money stop me. Mm. Yeah. Right. So the other thing that's going to come up is like, Hey, you know, you don't have the time and it's too much energy. It's too much work. Like your system is going to come up with every reason to stop you. And this is where you get to go. You know what? Nothing gets to stop me. So choosing love, choosing to love you, no matter what, nurture you, no matter what, care for you, no matter what. Also knowing that everything that is going to expand your life exponentially, you're going to potentially avoid. So you, now you get to go around, you get to avoid avoiding it by choosing it anyway. Like, you know what? Hey, fear, I know you think that you're going to keep me small, but you're not going to. I'm choosing it anyway. Hey, money, I know that you think you can stop me, but guess what? If I continue down the same line of I can't afford it, I'm going to continue not affording it, so I'm choosing it anyway. And time, where you say I don't have any, guess what? I choose. Time, you do not get to control me. I choose anyway, right? And that will take away all those places in which you unconsciously are not allowing yourself to expand your life into something greater than anything you can imagine. Because what if right now there was literally a life that is already here and just waiting for you to accept it? There's a version of you where you're living in love, where you're literally functioning from alignment with source and everything's easy. Everything's effortless. Everything's fun. Abundance is easy. Relationships are easy. Life is easy and you're cared for and loved. Now that is how life is hardwired here. So life wants to love you. Life wants to be there for you. Life wants to show you how cared for and how loved and how good it is. And it's really trying to, but you've got to make the choice to actually step into it. And you know, you're not really taught how to do that here. Like, you know, in personal development you are, but you didn't learn it in school and you probably didn't learn it from your parents. So it's also important that you make the choices and receive the education that you actually require in order to have the full picture, in order to know how to move forward. If right now you're experiencing anything in your life that's a problem or an issue, you're not empowered. And the truth is, these tools and this class will absolutely work to empower you. I just know that because I've given this work to so many people and it works. It works because you work, right? And so there's some kind of misalignment that's acting out in your life. And if we bring you into alignment and into the realization of what's actually happening, what's actually true and how the universe actually functions, how all energy, including you, actually functions, what love is really here doing you and the principles that it stands behind, oh my gosh, you are unstoppable because... There's never been anything stopping you. So it's all available to you, you guys. And if you go to um, rikalive.com, you can see everywhere I'm going to be in Australia and the intros and also really make space in your schedule for the four-day event because this will be the last time I'm teaching it also. Um, next, all the coaches that I have 
you know, we have around 200 coaches around the world that actually will be teaching this material. So it's kind of the last time that you can hear it from me live. So it's, it'll be wonderful to get to play with you there and show you how to actually have and, and live in the life of your dreams and have it be easy. Mm. Oh, Rika, I can't tell you how excited I am. I can't wait to uh, come to your show and see you live in Melbourne. And highly recommend we'll have all the links to your, uh, your um, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram as well. I can't thank you enough for coming on the show. You are such a delight. Uh, mm-hmm. And your energy, oh, my lordy, lordy, your energy is just like infinite. It's Oh, I feel abundant right now. It's- yes. Well, and you feel it because this is the energy you really are. And this is the energy that everything really is. Mm-hmm. So you're just acknowledging what you actually truly are. And your system is just going, oh, yeah, that's right. This is me and this is life. Oh, fantastic. Let's do this. Right. And the, the tough part, too, is like the mind and stuff can come up with lots of ways to kind of trick you and take you in other directions and so it's good to clear all of that up so everything is just always feels this way because it it really is this way (laughs) yeah you truly are a miracle and a divine human being i'm just i'm just speechless thank you so much for coming on the show thank you for your time your energy your wisdom and uh for our listeners go and check out rika she's absolutely beautiful and amazing Thank you so much, Catherine. Thank you, everyone. Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it. I just love sharing this with the world because everything can just be so incredibly divinely good. <laughs> you know, it's like, oh, it's so amazing. It's thank you. Thank you. Thank you. That brings us to the end of another episode. I hope you enjoyed the show as it is my mission to reach out and inspire as many individuals like you and one of the best ways to help us achieve this goal is by giving us a good review on iTunes. It's easy and it only takes about 10 seconds. And when you do, please be sure to let us know by sending us an email to collect your special gift where you have a choice from six guided meditations or an ebook to soothe your soul. Now, if you have any questions or special guests that you would like to hear from, please send us an email to support at katherineplano.com.au and we will get right back to you. You can also find us on Instagram, Twitter or Facebook at Catherine Plano. That's it for now. Thanks for listening. Until next week, Please take care of yourself.